Welcome to The Straight Cut. We are your hosts. My name is Steve. Aaron. And we are at Weston Cigars recording our very first pilot to see how it goes. What are you excited, Aaron? I am. You know, it's been something we've been talking about for a couple years. And, you know, podcasts are becoming, you know, just kind of the, the new wave of information and everything. Uh, I listen to podcasts a lot during the day. So jump while the iron's hot kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. This is uh, this is an exciting opportunity. Um, I think it'll be good, good for us. When, and it shows, it's, and it's going to show you a different aspect of, you know, the cigar industry backside of it, but also you know stories and just us just bullshitting around and seeing what just uh, comes with it naturally. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, um, Aaron and I work at a shop in Little Rock, Arkansas, called West End Cigars. Um, we always come across some interesting information with, um, a lot of our customers, um, employees, reps in the industry, um, other shop owners, um, guys that own companies, things like that. So we thought this would be a great platform for us to get set up, um, tell you some of those interesting things that we hear and then talk about other stuff that's going on, um, that cross over with cigars. Yeah. You know, it, the show will evolve as it goes on. Um, you know, with this Definitely. being the with this being the pilot, this is just uh, seeing where it starts and go from there. So I guess the first thing to get off is uh, we're smoking uh, the same cigar tonight, sponsored with the Ashton VSG Torpedo. Oh yeah, I love it's this a, cigar. Yeah, it's a great one. We just had the Ashton event. Um, you know, it's <laughs> I had to give up on Ashton for like a day because I had so many Friday night. But, you know, always go back to the VSG. VSG is my favorite, Ashton. I don't know which, which one your favorite is, but the VSG is definitely mine. Yeah, mine's probably the Symmetry. Um, I don't know why. That's just always been a cigar that I love. Um, it's we'll, we'll get more into it yeah, later. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, we want to say thank you to Ashton um, for sponsoring this podcast. We look forward to smoking this VSG as we talk. And then uh, make sure you stay tuned. We're going to review it at the end. Um, we'll talk all about the cigar, the blend. Um, we'll go through the whole thing. So, so let's get some background on us. You, why don't you go ahead and go first? Yeah. So uh, my name's Steve. Like I said, I am 29. I'll be 30 next month. Actually, you're the baby of the shop. I am the baby of the shop. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's always interesting to sit in here with uh, a lot of guys older than me and and hear all kinds of stories. Well, we but, definitely uh, it's we, fun. We work in an industry where you know majority is just you know old guys that have nothing to do but play golf and smoke cigars so yeah, but we're you know it's it's becoming a a younger demographic and that's something you know we'll, t- we'll touch on too but continue on yeah um so i live in little rock um i'm married i don't have any kids but uh, i've got three dogs um i'm an avid duck hunter um i spend a lot of my time outdoors um i do deer hunt a little bit um i i love golf that's one of my favorite things to do and then uh, smoking cigars. I am 34. Yeah, think about it there, huh? <laughs> yeah, 34. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, live in Little Rock. Uh, lived in Saline County for a long time. Live in Little Rock now. I am engaged. Um, I, I consider myself, I'm a an adult skater, pretty much. <laughs> you know, I, I, I have that. I have no camo whatsoever. I do not hunt. I don't see the point <laughs> of it. It's cold. I have enough expensive hobbies. Um, I am covered head to toe in tattoos. Yes. Um, you know, I'm I'm always wearing all black. Um, got a foot long beard. 
It's it. I I stand out in the crowd. You know, you're not gonna not know who I am. Yeah, Aaron's a big guy. Uh, he we we let him run security detail a lot of times. Pretty much. I mean, it, you know, everybody needs that bouncer. I'm the bouncer of the shop. Um, but that's uh, you know, I cigar. I've been a cigar smoker for let's see. I'm 34, so 14, 15 years. You need to. Take yeah. your shoes off so you can use your toes and you might. Yeah, toes. yeah, yeah. I think, I, well, I bought my first cigar at 15. 15. Be, because I, I looked 20 when yeah. I was 15, but I think I had my first, I, I started smoking when I was probably 20. Okay. From an old shop in Benton. Okay. What was the name of that shop? Michael's Fine Cigars. Michael's Fine Cigars. Which, cigar. I mean, if you're, if you're around, you know, Little Rock for the longest time, that was the only place, especially in Sling County. Uh, but Michael's was just the the place to go, and man, I thought I was a shit being twenty years old and getting all these fine like <laughs> fine cigars. I uh, started with the uh, the flavored ones. Oh, worked my way up from there. But uh, let's see what else. I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of boring, honestly. Avid soccer lover. Oh my god. Avid soccer lover. Yeah. Just it's the best sport ever. Never. Always wearing something Royals or Chiefs. I'm I'm Casey till I die. I got I got the skyline tattooed on me you know heartbroken this year but you know. yeah that, that's a rough rough way to end the season screw tom brady screw the patriots but yeah um but being a razorback fan we get used to that see i'm a jayhawk so my football season sucks i don't have a football team i'm all about that college basketball our football was pretty bad this year but the biggest heartbreak was the the college world series dropping that ball to end the series. Well, well the best was thing of so bad. The best thing about that was that uh, come New Year's Eve, you know, look, Arkansas didn't have to wait up for the ball to drop. He's already saw it in July. Oh gosh, that hurts. I know that hurts. <laughs> uh, let's see, well, how'd you get into cigars, Aaron? Uh, I don't know. I've I grew up listening to jazz in my household, so a lot of uh, a lot of the old crooners, Frank Sinatra, uh, Frank Sinatra. Sammy Davis Jr. really loved the, the Rat Pack kind of stuff like that, and they always had a cigar in their hand, always had a cigarette, something like that. Just that old, just, I don't know, sophisticated vibe. I remember uh, finding my dad's old pipe, smelling it, you know, always hit, yeah. it, hit it in the drawer, had it in like a, a Crown Royal bag. and always nice. always go to smell that. And then, I don't know, I just kind of picked up on cigars. I went hard and heavy for a while, and then I quit for a couple years, and then actually – uh. When I found this place, I guess in 15? Yeah, 20, yeah 20, end of 2014, beginning of 2015. Yeah, yeah, 20, yeah, because we opened in October of 14, and I started coming here, I guess, January or February of 15. Yeah. So that's when I picked it right back up again, and I've been doing it ever since. been working here since April of 15. Yeah. So, no, April, April of 16. April of 16 when I started working here. So, yeah, that's right, 16. Yep. So coming up on three years. Wow. Y'all stuck with me. Um, first cigar I remember having, well, the first one I remember having was a Swisher Sweet. You know, ironically, it is the exact same with yeah. me. All these people have these, like, really cool stories with their first cigar. An Opus X oh, at yeah. a campfire. Some, ah, yeah. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. I had a Swisher Sweet Swisher on the side Sweet. of the road. That's what I'm talking about. You know, me That's and a friend, we, you know, me and a friend went and got a Swisher side of the road, smoked it, choked us damn near to death. Oh yeah. But the first real cigar I remember, which has a soft place in my heart, is Punch. Love Punch. Um, to me, that's like what a cigar should taste like, should smell like. It just. You remember which blend of Punch? I I don't remember. Um, 
I think I've always liked like punch too because growing up, me and my dad would always uh, paint and build like many cars, many airplanes, and I have a box in my truck still from 1965 Punch. That's cool. Uh, so a, Cu- a Cuban Punch box. Yeah. And I think when I first saw that at you know one of the cigar shops, picked that up, it it probably made me green because I mean, if you know cigars, Punch. Yeah. Is not light. Well, it's called punch. Yeah, I mean, and I, and I mean, and that go and that goes to you know the cigars I like now. You know, I like the yeah. cigars that grab you by the throat and don't let go. So, yeah. But punch is the first, uh, the first real cigar I remember. Yeah, um, the first real one that I can think of was a Monte Cristo. So there's this tiny little cigar shop in Russellville, Arkansas. Um, is that the one that's the uh, the pet store also? Yes, it is. so it is half a pet store and half a cigar store. So when you go into the pet store, it smells like cigars. And when you go into the cigar store, it smells like cedar chips from the pet store. And that's all you can smell. It makes zero sense, but that's what it is. So I went to college at Arkansas Tech in Russellville. And the shop is Davis Smoke Shop run by C.L. Davis. He's a great guy. He's like 80-something, and the guy smokes probably 16 hours a day, has a cigar in his mouth. And that's why he lives to be, you know. Yeah, that's why he's 80-something, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I I had a friend that um, smoked pipe, and he went in there to get some pipe tobacco. And um, I went with him one day, and I was like, I got to get into this. So um, I bought a couple cigars, and then from then on, every week when I got paid, that's where I went. So I've I've always heard that shop. I've never been there. My, my youngest brother went to Arkansas Tech yeah. too. He's I think he's even been there. He's oh, not yeah. a cigar smoker. But anybody like, in that county has been to that shop. It's, it's, I know it's it's one of those things. It's it's Narnia for me. Like yeah. I've heard about it. I've never been it's to it. Unreal. But real. I'm gonna have to go up there just to just to go to the store. Yeah, and I'll go, go I'm, there, I'm gonna come back with a shop parrot. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, probably. When you go in there, like he closes it at like 9 p.m. Right, but. I mean, it may be 11 or 12 o'clock before they leave because the mayor comes by, police officers come by, there's lawyers in town, business owners, just regular guys, and they just sit there and they call what they have. It's called uh, holding court. Mm. And they'll just sit there and, and BS about all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and it's hilarious. It's, it's one of the coolest things I've ever been a part of to sit down and talk to. So I've been in it now. Um, I've been working in the industry for... Um, coming up on seven years. Yeah. Seven years now. Yeah. This is your main, I don't want to say job. This is your main profession. Correct. To me, this is my play piss away money. I'm going to be here anyways. I might as well get paid for money. Yeah. So with me, it started as that. And then I was spending so much money doing that. (laughs) I had to find a way to pay for it. Yeah. And so this is what came about it. So now I work in a cigar shop. So But yeah, this is my full-time gig. Yeah, with mine, I am I'm a finished carpenter by trade. Been a finished carpenter for 20 years, and you're really good at it. I you know, I I try to be. Uh, you know, we have I, some furniture in the shop that Aaron built. Yeah, we do have that. Awesome. You know, I've I build a bunch of bars in Little Rock. Um I try, you know, I'm I try to do more of the higher-end stuff and especially older houses, you know, a lot of the historic houses. Stuff on the National Registry. Um you know, I try to do more of those. Um, just woodworking in general, I've always been a big fan, always a tinker in my, my uh, papa's shed and basement, always doing something. Um, worked with uh, worked with metal for to begin with, and I, I hated it because if I messed up, I can fix it. With wood, 
You got to start over. Yeah, you got to start over. <laughs> uh, before that, I was in culinary school. I was a sous chef for a couple years. Quickly got burnt out on that. You cannot have a relationship if you're a chef unless they are in the same industry. And yeah. Yeah. I got burnt out. And I like cooking way too much to uh, to have it ruined for me. So I had to get out of there. And I'm glad I did. You know, me and fiance, we cook a lot at home. Yeah. You know, we love food. We like going out. I'd rather go to a nice restaurant and buy a $20, you know, hunk of cheese and then you know <laughs> that would be you know perfect <laughs> for, for us so uh but industry wise i've been in this for three and a half years you know i it's something that i was at a you know as you as we'll get more onto it and if, if you know me you know my history was it got bad there for a while so yeah. this uh, so this shop you know saved my ass <laughs> uh, yeah. more ways than one but it's grown to be you know a second family you know we got doug in here too Hello, Doug. Yeah, Dougie Fresh. This is uh, the Papaw of the shop. We we love Doug. He does a lot for us. Uh, no, there was another name we had for him. What was it? It was uh, Fresh. No, no, it was Fresh, but it was the uh, oh the the uh, the old man eye candy or something like that. Oh that? yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so one of our customers gave each of us a label, and and that's what Doug's label was. Was he was the eye candy? Mm-hmm. Dang right. Dang right. <laughs> but uh, you know, I've been here for. I guess three years. Love it. You know, I only do the Thursday and Sunday crew and pick up shift when I need to. Um, but, I mean, hell, you're always going to see me here anyways. Yeah. Um, but that's a, that just goes to show you, like, you know, when you work at a place that so you want to even be there when you're not on the clock, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, nobody wants to, like, work bank hours and then just hang out at the bank. No. So. No, not at all. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you'll, we'll get more into our, you know, trip down of how we got into this, you know, throughout the yeah progression of everything. And plus, you know, we have other people who work here too that aren't here. Right. You got, so you got, the le- you got the leader of the ship. He's out in Vegas right now. He's in Vegas right now at TPE. Um, Just buying everything buying since everything. you're not there. I know. Um, so normally we go to what's called IPCPR. It's the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers. And um, that's the normal show we go to, and usually I go with him, um, and, and I'm the guy that has to say, no, we've spent too much, or no, we don't need that, um, and I'm not in Vegas right now to tell him that. So uh, we'll see how it goes. He's going he's gonna to come back with some cool stuff. Um, hopefully it's all cool. Yeah, he's already met some, uh, some, big, you know, some big hitters of the industry. Yeah. Yeah, TPE's growing. Um, they're trying to bring it back to the cigar industry. It got kind of pushed towards the vape companies yeah. and alternative smoking products with the rise of the recreational marijuana across the country. Um, so the cigar industry is trying to trying to push it back um, to a cigar oriented place or something something that we could at least all come to um, and not just sectioned off into those guys. So um, yeah, it, it's good. A lot of the big companies are going back to that show when they previously were not. Have you been to TPE? I haven't. So you've only—I know you've only go to IPCPR. IPCPR I, yeah. I haven't been to IPCPR. Yeah, it's that's a whole other animal. I'm hoping in the future we will be able to record some while we're there. That'd be awesome. Um, and, and add it to the podcast so yep. you guys can kind of hear a little bit of what that is. So it is crazy. What about Big Smoke? You been to Big Smoke? I've not. I haven't been to any of those things. No. I haven't been to Big Smoke in Vegas or in Miami. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Big Smoke has changed over the years. Um, so it used to be you just bought a ticket and you showed up and they gave you stuff, right? Yeah. 
Well, now with the FDA regulations, they can't just give you free product. So um, what they do is they give you a little booklet and they kind of funnel everybody in and out of there. Um, and, and you give the company your coupon. So it says coupon for booth number 238 and you hand it to the person. They give you a cigar and then you step to the next person. Um, you know, they've they figured it out to, to move it quicker so that it's not so hectic. Um, and you do get a little bit of time to talk with, you know, some of the big guys yeah. like Rocky's usually there, uh, Carlito Fuente. Um, so a lot of the big names are there. Um, you just don't have a ton of time to sit and talk with. Them. Well, and that's definitely more towards the consumer side. Yeah, that is the consumer. Whereas IPCPR is more for that's our side. That's only, correct. Yeah, so, you have yeah, to be they, a member of IPCPR to go to that. Yeah, and it, it shows, you know, the, the back of a house kind of stuff, whereas Big Smoke right. is, like, when you see, you know, Cigar Aficionado, all the pictures in the back right. and everything, that's all the Big Smokes and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, I hope to get to one sometime. I know we have a bunch of members that go every year yeah big smoke um, yeah. memphis is getting is starting to get you know yeah they, up, they now have up two there. festivals yeah. that they do and hopefully little rock can get that way you know yeah we'll here see next couple of years and everything because little rock has a good cigar yeah it's been good so smoking area it was probably about five and a half years ago um, where they put a tax cap on cigars in arkansas so previous to that it was 68 percent with no cap so it is still that on pipe tobacco and that's why pipe tobacco is so expensive here. But um, with your cigars, there's now a 50 cent cap plus a 2% on the wholesale side. So there's some calculation we have to do with that. But that has really brought the cigar community back to uh, to Arkansas, not just Little Rock. Yeah, because at one point, Arkansas had one of the highest, you know. Yeah, we were like third or fourth in the nation at one point with that 68% tax. I mean, that's just, that's crazy. It is crazy. And it's, I mean, it just shuts down, you know. It literally did. It shut down multiple shops. I think... At one point, you had one shop in Little Rock, you had one shop in Hot Springs. Well, I mean, that's where I mean, my, I mean, that's Michaels was open for a long time, and then he yeah they shut he, down. He, with he, all sh- that. he shut down and then moved to yeah. moved to Hot Springs. I think and, you had four, maybe five shops in the entire state of Arkansas, and that was it. And now there's upwards to oh, there's four in Little Rock. Yeah, I mean, there's probably a couple dozen in the state now. Couple, I mean, not just like tobacco shops, but like actual lounges. No, yeah, cigar shops. Yeah, is what I was referring to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely growing again. We're starting to get some uh, some reps, and we've actually been fortunate enough to have a couple of the big hitters uh, come in. We had uh, Rocky here um, a while back um, at one of the shops in town. Nick Perdomo. Uh, Nick Perdomo's been here a couple times. Uh, Nish Patel was here. Um, Tony. Sam Lucia. Yeah, Tony. Uh, uh, with LFD was here, um, Tony Gomez. So yeah, we we're starting to get a little more recognition, and we're starting to uh, to get bigger on the on the cigar market. Um, we're selling a lot more cigars than we were in the past. Oh um, yeah, definitely. So it, it's definitely growing. Well, just like I was saying before, you know, it was, you know, when you th- when you think of cigars, you think of old crotchety men and right. just the the chewed up cigar in their mouth. But it's definitely changing into a a younger demographic now like we have a bunch of you know a, a bunch of college kids like i want to say kids because i mean they're you have to be 18 yeah they're so, adults yeah they're adults but to us they're kids you know right little, little baby face and bright eyed and <laughs> well to most of our customers like, we're still kids you know <laughs> yeah, at, at 30 and 34 years old you know yeah. <laughs> um but yeah but it's definitely going into a a younger crowd you know it's yeah it's it's definitely there's going to be 
changes in the industry altogether just because yeah. of the dying off of your old school smokers. So you have to adapt somehow. Right. And, you know, that's where you see the influx of, say, you know, you're flavored and you're infused and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, people just still love their their uh, cigars. Yeah. Um, you, you already see it with some of the advertising and marketing with some of the companies, especially like Drew State. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a very modern look to cigars. You you know, 10 years ago, you, you would not see that. Oh, no. I mean, it, I mean, it used to be just plain brown boxes, boring and, you know, whatever. Now, right. I mean, there's boxes in our humidor that are, you know, bright orange and bright oh, yeah. blue. And, you know, oh, yeah. My, We'll get to, a, like, our favorite cigars here shortly, but, I mean, my, my favorite cigar, the box is, I think, is the sexiest, you know, c- cigar box <laughs> out there, but they're not around anymore, but it's just, it's it's amazing. But, yeah, it's just, stuff is changing and adapting as it is. I mean, look, look even like a Camacho a couple of years ago, they gave away a Harley. Yeah. I mean, it's, you're, hell yeah, you're going to get some people excited yeah, about cigars awesome. giving away a Harley that you get to customize. Right, yeah. Yeah, that was a really cool event we did. Um we uh, the person at our event didn't win the Harley, but they did basically 50 events across the country. Um, it was a Camacho Road Tour, and they picked one person at each of those events to go into a drawing for the Harley, and you actually got to fly to uh, their headquarters and customize the Harley up to a certain dollar amount. And the best thing about it, the guy who won at our place was that he actually he already yeah, he has a couple of Harley. Yeah, he already has a couple Harleys. You know, yeah. and it's uh, I believe. Yeah, that's your that's your barber, right? That's barber. Yeah, that's yeah, Cody. Which I mean, we'll probably we'll we'll eventually get guys guys from the Men's Cuts Barbershop oh, yeah. on here, and they're all there. A lot of them are cigar smokers, but yeah. So it was nice to see somebody who actually would rides appreciate a bike. It, right? Yeah, I do. And you know, too bad he couldn't win, but it's still you know nice to see and everything. Yeah. For but sure. Back to the cigar side. What is your? What are some of your top ones? So I am huge into Tatuaje. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm part of the SNS club, which is, you know, Saints and Sinners. It's a basically a private membership club that we get some exclusive cigars um, throughout the year. We get some options to buy some other stuff. But that is one of my favorite companies. Basically, anything that the My Father Company makes, I'm going to try. Um, I love everything they make, and they make all the Tatuaje stuff for Pete Johnson. Um, which I, I hope to get part of the Saints and Sinners this year coming up yeah we'll have to get you in i've tried past couple years and i just not quick enough well they've changed the format now it's an invite only thing so each member gets one invite um and and so it's made it a little bit harder um well if you or mark do not offer me yeah we have i'm finding new friends we have a couple more guys in the shop that are part of it so um surely we can get you in brandon just got in the owner of the shop yeah i mean i guess guess he should get first i think it was his first year this past year so, actually, you got Ted Wahey, my father. Yeah, Ashton's another one I love. Um, Perdomo, I smoke a lot of Perdomo cigars. Um, so, what's your number one though? Like individual cigar? Yeah. Like, see, I don't like that question. Okay, fine. Because because it changes. It changes. Oh yeah, I mean, we smoke so much while we're here that it changes. I don't have one cigar that I would say this is the caliber for everything else that's that's measured. I, Cigars are too different to just say this is it. You yeah. don't agree? Yes and no. Like I would say consider like okay, I give you $500, you you can only buy one box. Well, that's different. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying like what would you buy, you know? You know, there had to be that one cigar that you're going to have in your humidor at all times that you know you're going to love. Probably the Diamond Crown Julius Caesar 
or the Tatawahe Kahonu 2012 Broadleaf. Okay. Or Padrone. I mean, how you can, or this or that? It's not fair. That's not a fair question. Well, I can give you mine. Okay, let's because hear it. they don't make it anymore, and it sucks because I love it. But the Room One Hundred One Johnny Tobacco Knot, that is one of my favorites. Oh, I didn't so mention great. it because they don't make it anymore. I know, so. but that's what sucks. Like, there's still out there. Somebody out there has one. Yeah, if you have it. I want to buy them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was just an, an my absolute favorite one. Uh, brand wise, though, Love Punch. Um. I love all that stuff. Um, uh, Romacraft. I'm a big Romacraft fan. Uh, love all their stuff, especially the Crow Magnum, um, which we almost smoked, you know, earlier tonight. But yeah, we may get to it. Tonight. We, yeah, we know. still might get to it. Um, <laughs> lo- I like I like boutique shops. Yeah. I you know it's everything. All the jobs I've ever had have have been small mom and pop stores and you know cabinetry stuff like that. So I really like the boutique stuff. Um, the Romacraft, uh, Love, uh, Viaje, um, the Chicharrones, just love those. I wish I wish I could get those more readily available. Yeah, uh, Viaje is one of those weird companies. You know, the the way they do business is a little different. Well, even so it like, doesn't work with a lot of shops. Oh, I know, and, and I've been to tons of shops. All, every time I travel, I go to shops. Nobody has them. It's just well, so hard to get. Well, and they're limited. They don't make them yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. It, you just kind of get what you get, and you don't really know when you're going to get them. A lot of stuff, they make one time, and that's it. You never see it again. Well, it's like we – I mean, we had a, two boxes of the, the dark meat and the white meat sat yeah. here for like two years. Yeah. And the C4, which I still have a few C4 in my yeah. at home. Yeah. That's sweet. Uh, I got that, some Super Shots, and I think I got one more turkey. I love that Super Shot. That Super Shot is good. Um, So – Romacraft, um, love LFD, especially the like the Lenox, uh, La Vocata, yeah. Chapter One, Chapter Two, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think I like Nicaraguan more than anything, but you know LFD is Dominican. Yeah. Um, but that Nicaraguan, I just like that hardier, more robust, yeah, flavor profile, and you know just the the way they grow the stuff down there. It's just it's so it's interesting. A lot of people, you know, when they say. Nicaraguan, it comes off as spice, right? Mm-hmm. Well, with LFD, almost everything they make has a lot of spice to it. Oh, yeah, those pepper bombs that they use. Yeah, I love those pepper bombs that, you know, lighten like a jalapeno on fire and smoking yeah. the damn thing. So LFD is kind of defying the odds of what Dominican tobacco usually is. Yeah, because when you and think that's of, what makes them unique. Well, when you think of Dominican, you think of, well, you think, you think of light like um, Monte Cristo or uh, Romeo Juliet. You know, you think right. of that real light, buttery savory tobacco but lfd just has that it's kicking the teeth oh i love it yeah it's good i I will say the only thing i've not had from uh lfd but i have a few in my humidor is the nas i need to smoke one but i just i I never have a time to just like i know it's going to knock me on my ass don't don't make it your first cigar of the day ah screw that i'm going to (laughs) go straight out you know wait get up here watch a soccer game at seven in the morning and smoke that damn thing that's when one of the stories we hear is uh one of the guys that used to own a shop um he had a customer that literally would start his day with two nas and two beers um at (laughs) 8 a.m and that's how he started his day jeez isn't that crazy yeah but no uh, lfd love that um ashton love ashton like we're talking about uh, the vsg can't get enough of that one i know you like the symmetry more than the vsg i like the vsg um, I was able to uh, this year. I was able to go up to Philly, uh, and I went to the main Ashton uh, store up there, and I, w- I was able to have uh, a few Ashtons that I've never even seen before. Yeah, 
and they were just spectacular. Yeah. It was just, I mean, walking in the humidor, I get all cocky, like, oh, I work at a shop. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, that? Yeah, I want that. That's like walking into uh, Casa Fuente oh. um, in, <laughs> yeah, Vegas. in Vegas. I mean, yeah. there's stuff in there you don't see other places. Oh, I know. You might see one or two shops in your lifetime that have them, that's, but that's, they've got all of it. That's one of the only times like I've been flustered. Yeah. Like trying to pick a cigar, but he's like, uh, you, you lock up. Yeah. And you're like, uh, I'll go 858. You know, and just like. Ugh. So that feeling exactly right there is what customers feel when they come into shops with bad customer service yeah. and, and no one to actually help them. Yeah. You know, and we try, I know we try to, you know, definitely, you know, adhere, distinguish ourselves. Yeah. Adhere to yeah. a different standard to that. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and when you come to the shop and what, you know, hopefully you, do, you have or you will, you'll, you'll know that. You know, there's what there's five employees. I guess if you count Brandon. Yep, five with the owner. Um, we all do things totally different. Yeah. Um, you know, I I deal with customers way different than you do. Way different than Doug. Definitely way different than Trover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll eventually hear from him. Um, yeah, that's one thing I want to touch on real quick. So you'll hear some rotation in um, the host of the show um, at different times. We're gonna swap out some guys um you know guys that be on vacation or guys that uh, are a little more versed in different subjects and things like that um, yeah. we'll try to swap out so you guys get to meet everybody yep oh well, i guess one thing's i did touch on who i am i do have a, a background in broadcasting yeah i've been radio broadcasting for 14 years um i have the face for radio thank you yeah. very much <laughs> Um, no, I do, I do, I do football, color commentary, statisticians for uh, Bryant High School football, state championship. Oh yeah, Bryant High School. Suck it, Scully. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, background in broadcasting and stuff. It's it's in my forte and stuff. So uh, second nature, I guess. Well, you might be a little better at this than I am. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll develop together. Yeah, we will. This is this is a little different. Yeah, I mean, I. It's definitely it's one of those things where, you know, when you have a mic shoved in your face, you become very yeah. wary of wow, my tongue is really big in my mouth, <laughs> or, you know, how many times can I say uh in a sentence? Right. You know, it's just one of those things where you just kind of kind of forget the mic's there, right? And just talk, and that's what it is. You know, we'll we'll talk stories, talk all that other stuff, but. Something else happened this week that is big. Super exciting. I I am ecstatic. So we had the new AAF Football League. Yeah. You know, the shop is built around, we have TVs in the members lounge, which are in the members lounge right now. We have a big screen TV in there. So, we, you know, sports are always on. When I'm, on, when I'm here, it's definitely soccer or something. When you're here, it's golf or hunting, blah, 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 whatever, boring. Um, but during football season, but during football season it, is. it is football. That's and it is. what and what happens at the end of the Super Bowl that nobody wants to see because it's boring as hell? You get a week <laughs> off and then more football. That's right. Not shitty football. We no, had a great good football. game. So AAF is the Alliance of American Football. This is is really interesting to us, and and we have all adopted teams here um, that that we're rooting for, um, and we will be competing throughout the the, the year. I think Doug is ordering a jersey next week. Um, yeah, um, so and we, we're, and we, we're and going we all, all in, and we all picked different teams in different, different teams. ways. So, 
So with with the AAF, you have eight teams. You have the Arizona Hotshots, the Atlanta Legends, the Birmingham Iron, Memphis Memphis Express, which is cool because that's just what two and a half yeah, hours, two, two east. hours. Yeah. Um, Orlando Apollo, Salt Lake Stallions, San Antonio uh, Commanders, and San Diego Fleet. So only eight teams, but four and four east west. But what's nice is that they're all demographic from a certain NFL team or a college. So or Canadian football or league. Canadian football league. Yeah. Um, so so let's see. Go ahead and tell how how you picked your team. So I was kind of a little lower. Um, Aaron and Doug had already picked their team, so I lost out on first pick. I think I think I picked first. Yep. Um, so I ended up with the Orlando Apollos, which I will say, it's, awesome not, my, it's, it's not my team, but God, their awesome helmets uniform. are sweet. Yeah. Actually, there's really not a bad helmet on this. No, all of them league. look really cool. So the whole idea with the AAF um, was the the guy that produced the 30 for 30 on the XFL, um, his name is Charlie Ebersol. he decided that the XFL was a good idea. Um, it just wasn't executed correctly. And, so, and, I, and I think it, ca- it came a little early. It probably was a little early, yeah. Um, so what he did is he got rid of some of the goofy stuff with, um, you know, the head starts before the – before the snap and um you know just these weird kind of odd things that you see um he got rid of all that and and brought a lot closer back to what you would see on a saturday or a sunday yeah with a few different tweaks and a few tweaks but 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 like everything else it's the the game is evolving correct and this league is evolving to you know a different playing standard right it'll be a uh, a platform for them to try out things that will eventually move to the NFL mm-hmm. or that they can squash before it becomes an issue yeah, in the it's, NFL. Yeah, it's, it's trial, error, see what sticks. Right. Um, so it's much like the developmental league in the NBA. But so far, I mean, I mean, we watched – there was uh, four games this weekend. Yeah, two um, Saturday, two Sunday. Every game has been really competitive, really good. The product, yeah. on, the, the product on the field has been good. It hasn't been garbage like what yeah. you got with the XFL the first time. Um, different rule changes. Um Okay, so I'll say the way I got my team was I am Kansas City Chiefs ride and die. <laughs> Doesn't matter. So with so my team is the San Antonio Commanders. So with that, former Chiefs players, that's who they play for. So also, um, who else plays? It's Dallas Cowboys play on the Commanders. The Eagles, which is weird. I mean, Eagles fans and Cowboys fans, I mean – Somebody's going to be pissed off at somebody. So I don't think the association with the NFL teams is necessarily like these are guys that are going to move to these specific teams. No. What it is is guys that were formerly that were on former those players, teams. Yeah. They, that's who they – That are playing that's for the these team teams for now. now. Yeah. Right. Uh, so it is interesting because they only make $250,000 with a three-year contract. Everybody makes the same amount of money. That is really interesting. That is a format that you may see change in the NFL. And I think, I believe it's eighty thousand first year, hundred thousand second year, seventy, 70 yeah. the, the last year, with an option where they could get redrafted in the NFL. Um, because Doug's team is the Birmingham Iron, the Birmingham, Birmingham Iron, Iron, and had a stud running back last night. Yeah, Trent Richardson just like. 
baby. Where was that in uh, in the Browns? <laughs> yeah. You know, well, team. I mean, he's at the Browns. Yeah, I know. You know and, they're in a really bad period. Well, even on your pro team, he did. He didn't. He didn't even have that. No. So which is Indianapolis Colts? Baby. I hate luck because Let's he go. caught he he recovered his own fumble in the end zone <laughs> and knocked me out of the playoffs uh, like five years ago. But he has a bad beard. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that neck beard is ridiculous. It's so bad. Somebody needs to help him with the neck beard. But originally, you were going to go with another team. I was. And who was that? For different reasons, though. So it was. Oh, Arizona. wait, wait, wait. Who, who's your coach? Steve Spurrier is the coach. That is just in Orlando. And so that's the thing. They don't have like these bunk coaches. No. They have great coaches. Great coaches. Great players. The people involved in the league. So. Bill Polian is kind of your your head guy. He's mm-hmm. he's the head of the whole thing. But you've got Troy Polamalu, J.K. McKay, uh, Justin Tuck, and Mike Pereira, the uh, formerly uh, head of Le- officiating. Uh, head of officiating, yeah. Um, and now the the rules rules guy for Fox on the broadcast. But even like the coaches, uh, let's see, Memphis Express, their coach is Mike Singletary. Mike Singletary. I mean, that's just that's huge. That's a big coach. Uh, yeah. Mine is uh, Mike Riley. Yeah, Mike Riley. Mike Riley. There we go. Um, you know, and my my star players are like David Cobb and Daryl Richardson. But you know, we have Austin Allen uh, plays for San and uh, what is it the Stallions? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he played last night. I but don't he, think he got but in. He got, but he got drafted because originally he signed right. with the Memphis, Memphis Express. Yeah. But then he got drafted by the Stallions. Yeah. So it's just, it's you know, there's definitely guys. They're not like 35-year-olds trying to get that back to that limelight. It's still, you know, early 20-year-olds who yeah. just just didn't have enough or didn't make it in the NFL, get a second chance, and you never know what could right. happen. I mean, look at like what baseball's doing. Like Tebow has, right. a, has a good damn chance of actually making an MLB, you know, squad this year and he's 30 so it's just just that second chance of doing whatever do your bones here get back up at the big leagues like richardson's been off for what we said two years yeah so he's got fresh legs and he looked damn good last night yeah he did i i think what you're gonna see a lot of is guys that um normally would go on practice squads yeah um, or can't, and, and or, you really or, wouldn't hear anything from them. Or the Canadian League. Um, and, and you'll start to see those guys back on TV and get to see a little bit of their progression um, or, or downfall with some of them. Yeah. Um, well, and the good thing is that they're all they're all going to be televised, too. So you're right. getting – and it's a good – I mean, it's 10 weeks um, of, of games. You know, yeah. Ending in late April. Plus the fact of, you know, we're based in Little Rock – we can drive yeah, a couple hours and Memphis. see a, you know, right. a game at the Liberty Bowl, which is a good, a good, good venue. A good venue. Yeah, um, and the tickets are really inexpensive. Yeah, compared to NFL. Yeah. I think we we're look we we're looking at last night. So, uh, fifty yard line front row was going for like a buck forty. I mean, yeah, that's not bad at that's all. That's not bad at all. As opposed to, you know, I went to the Chiefs Patriots game for the AFC. Uh, championship ours was not that went to the army navy game this year definitely not that price um but it's given it's giving fans of the game you know another out and the fact that you know it had a better ratings than the rockets uh uh thunder game which the rockets thunder is a i mean they're not crap teams they're good teams this time of the year in the nba you know a lot of these guys are being rested um it's not these guys don't play full out this time of the year in the NBA because well, no. it doesn't mean that. No, much. but it still shows that like football is king. 
Yeah. You know, it's not it's not my favorite sport. It's no, you know, it's not a lot of people's favorite sport. Um, but it's still a, you know, a it's one it's of the huge it's one of the backbones of the US, you know. It's Yeah. I mean, it, when you look at colleges and the amount of money that athletic programs bring in, football is second to nothing. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, in the, They make more on football than they do on student well, the and in I think it was like thirty nine of the fifty states, the head football coach is the highest paid, highest paid government, government employee, a state employee. I yeah, mean, it's ridiculous. That's crazy. But I mean, they're just bringing in tons of money, so you're just going. You want another avenue of watching the game. I mean, look how much they're pushing for overseas games. We're going to have I think four in London this year. Yeah. Um, I'm playing in Mexico City Mexico against the Chargers City, yeah. this year. Um, I mean, it's just it's. I don't know if it'll ever become, you know, worldwide, you know, but it's. I don't like the idea of that because the teams that play over there um, have not had good success when they come back. No, because, I mean, you, do you remember the NFL Europe? Yeah. I mean, I do. We were, I mean, we were younger. We were young, but yeah, I've seen but, clips and things. But, they, I mean, they tried it, you know, it's yeah. going to be interesting to see. But I'm I'm excited about the, uh, the AAF. I am too. Know, I'm all in. Mainly because it was good. It was good games. You know, next week might right. be totally different. They could be yeah, four we'll trash garbage garbage games, but the ones this week, one was a blowout. Everything else was at least was, somewhat competitive. Was, was tight and competitive the whole way. Right. You know, defense was good. Um, I think the game last night finally got away a little bit. Um, but the only major blowout was Orlando against uh, Atlanta. That was the only thing. I, think I can like, tell you this. On Saturday, we watched the golf tournament during the day golf tournament ended and then there was nothing else on so we watched the replay of the golf tournament so if it comes down to watching replays of sports or watching aaf i'm in yeah why would i not be it's live football yep i mean it i'm I'm excited they've picked a good time of year to host it the only issue they're going to have is when it comes into like the ncaa tournament is it going to overlap too much with that? Yeah. When you get into the Final Four and the championship yeah, games. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I'm a big – A lot of that will be during the week, Well, I'm a, I'm a big college basketball fan, but even even with my team, you know, it does – it, it kind of gets a, a little bit of a drain. But when we get to cl- end of February, 1st of March, you know, definitely when – I mean, Jayhawks are going to make the tournament every year. That's just a given. Oh, whatever. I mean, we're, we're, we're the hierarchy of oh, college basketball. Oh, come on. Um – so I don't have to worry about you know I'm, I don't I don't watch bubble <laughs> tournaments. Are we going to make? Are going to make? No. Jayhawks are in every year. Oh goodness. But you know it stuff is going to adapt from this into the NFL eventually, just like right. the SkyCam of XFL. Right. You know it was it was the new thing. Like you got that Madden video game look. Yeah. NFL took in the next year. The thing yeah. that I've liked so far the the most has been during a challenge. You get to hear the refs talk to each other. You, yeah, that is interesting. You, you're not just left, you know, left. Guessing. In the, yeah, you're not. You're not just right. left in the dark about. Oh, where did they come up with that? Right. You no know, determination. Now you get to hear it. Well, and you can hear coaches as well talking. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, I don't remember which game it was, but one of them was talking about making a quarterback change, and he decided not to. He decided to wait. But you got to hear that um, yeah. on the broadcast, which was really interesting. The the one thing I was kind of leery about was no kickoffs. I didn't miss it. No, Honestly, it's not too bad. Um, the other big change that I think will probably be the first one you see in the NFL is the shorter play clock. Yeah, I think it's, what, five seconds shorter? Five seconds shorter. But also another thing is they don't do uh, media timeouts. Right. 
I don't see the NFL taking that as much because Probably they not. like their timeouts. There's too much money to lose. Yeah. But the game, the games are moving faster, especially you know, with a more people don't have the attention span. Right. Well, what did we watch the game last night? Was last last night? Yeah, last night. Last night it was right at an hour, and it was in the two minute warning uh, of the first half. I mean, it was it just flies by. And the same thing is like when they even take a timeout, you still have the screen on on the left side. I don't know if it was just for the screen. I don't know if it was just for this opening week or if it's going to be like that all the time. But I, you know, that was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Um, you know, then oh no, PATs, no one point PATs. Yeah, everything's Everything's two point conversion. conversion. That that. is very interesting. Yeah, and overtime rules. Everybody, both are going to get the ball at the ten. I mean that that's more college. College has the best for football for football wise has the best overtime because like my team, I feel like I got you know gypped. And you know, it, yeah. it kind of comes down to who wins a coin toss is probably going to win the game. You know, and you have the MVP of the league. Well, it did in that game because nobody played defense. And then in the Super Bowl, that's yeah. all they played was yeah. defense. But like, I mean, the MVP of the league can't even touch the ball. So yeah, I mean, that's going to suck. Oh yeah, and the defensive defense. Yeah, the de- bonus de- yeah. defense. If, if I get, if I get interception. Yeah, if one player makes um, an interception or a fumble recovery. The defense gets paid. The entire defense gets the pay bonus. those guys. Yeah, so uh, they're you know it's somewhat spreading the wealth, and it's kind of cool, kind of cool the way that they've they've set it up. So it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the season goes, and then um, you know over the years it'll develop, and and I'm sure they'll try a few things, and hopefully it lasts a little longer than the XFL. What what we get two seasons, I think three two, seasons, two years, yeah, yeah. I mean that was but not, that documentary breaks it down pretty. Documentary good. was good. I mean, there's not been a bad 30 for 30, honestly. No, 30 for 30 has been spectacular. They, they can turn the most boring things yeah. into, you know, good. You know. Did you watch the one on John Daly? Okay, I have not watched that one, mainly because okay. it's golf. I don't give, it's golf. I don't but, give a damn about but golf. But John Daly is by far the most interesting golfer you will ever see, ever. And I'm talking across the history of golf. He will be the most interesting player ever to come into the PGA Tour. The guy wears crazy pants, um, had crazy alcohol issues when he was when he was younger um, and playing. Um, I mean, he's been married like six times. Like four of the six have been Hooters girls. So, well, one of the best stories, golf stories I've ever heard, it was the one that you told me about when you when you saw him at yeah. his own golf course. Yeah. So, not far from us, there, uh, John Daly has a house and he has a golf course. And um, I'm out playing one day with some college buddies. I was in college. And um, we're just kind of like playing our normal round. And all of a sudden, this golf cart just comes driving down the middle of the fairway. And I'm getting pissed at this point, you know. And they get a little closer, a little closer. Finally, I can see his blonde hair. And it's bleach blonde. And it's kind of bobbing up now. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's John. What is he doing? Like, <laughs> we're, we're playing golf. Like, he knows what golf is and knows the rules. And he did not care. So later, we get on the backside, and there's a tractor in the middle of a fairway digging a hole. And, you know, I thought, oh, a water line's busted or something, so we just kind of went around. We didn't play the hole. Well, I get back to the clubhouse. I'm talking to the guy that's running the clubhouse. And I'm like, oh, you guys have a water line bust or what happened? He's like, no, John got a new tractor, just decided to dig a hole <laughs> make in a the middle of a golf course. Hey, just make a new hazard. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But, yeah, you'll see him out there pretty regularly. He got in trouble with the PJ Tour for a couple things, you know, while he was out there barefoot, no shirt on, cut off jeans, and just pissed drunk, uh, hitting golf balls. He's had his issues, but the man 
if you've ever met him, is one of the coolest people you'll ever meet. He's so interesting. When he likes the fans. He does like the fans, and the fans love him. So when you go to the Masters at Augusta National, he hasn't qualified in a while, right? But every year he's there, and he has this giant tour bus that parks right in front of Hooters, and he sells merchandise in the parking lot of Hooters, and he's there daylight to dark, eating wings, (laughs) drinking beer, and selling merchandise. And that's what he does every year at Augusta. Well, I don't think I'll ever go to Augusta, so I'll never meet that. No, but you need to watch the 30 for 30 on John. It is yeah, really it. interesting. Yeah, there's, I mean, they're all the – okay, favorite 30 for 30. What is it? Uh, it You know, it may be the one with, with John yeah, Daly. I mean, it's super, super interesting. There, it's hard to pick one again. I mean, they're so I gotta, good. i got to go the U. The U was good. The U. Yeah, I enjoyed that one too. That's, that's, a, that's probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great one. All right, well, let's talk about this cigar before it gets uh, too far into this. So, again, we're smoking the Ashton VSG. It's 6.5 by 55, full, uh, f- uh, 6.5 by 55, torpedo shape, peppery. Yeah, um, really good. Uh, velvety on the on the feel. Um, I don't know. It, it almost has, like, almost like a box press. Yeah, it is somewhat box pressed. Um, I don't know if that's intentional um but yeah it does have a, a semi box press on the sides um but i mean it's the perfect size cigar mm-hmm. if you have an hour to sit down and smoke yeah um and i, I i'm a i'm a slow smoker yeah you are i a, a tiny robusto will take me two hours this thing it's unreal folks yeah this thing this is like a four-hour cigar for me um <laughs> the only thing I, I i i wish i did do differently on this one uh was I didn't. I straight cutted it. Straight cutted. Straight cutted. Cutted it. Uh, I like a V cut on a torpedo. That's the only thing. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I, I prefer the V cut on the torpedo as well. Um, but other than that, I mean, this is definitely in my top five for sure. So I heard a new V cut idea with a torpedo. So normally I just put the V cut on there and just cut it right, and it makes like a little like mm-hmm. Pope's hat on the end of it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are straight cutting it, then V cutting. So it. when we went down to see Manchester United play, mm-hmm. we went to a cigar shop and I got a torpedo. I, I forget what I got. I got uh, I don't remember. Um, but they, it was one of those things where they cut it for you, which we cut our stuff. We will cut your cigars too. And they're like, "What do you want?" I was like, "I want a V cut." So she cuts it straight first. I was like, "Ah!" And then she V cut it. She's like, "Oh yeah, that's how we do." It. I was like, "I've never seen that before." And yeah. It, it was different. Like it, it, it is. Di- different. It didn't leave that you know the sharp point. You know the duck mm-hmm. bill uh, kind of thing. I, but I kind of like that. And I, it's, but it's one of those things. Like I've never done it myself. Right. You know, that's the only time I've ever seen that, and yeah. I liked it. But I've never done it. You know, yeah, maybe it's one it's of those things I'll have to do. It, but it, it it won't work on them all. But definitely a torpedo. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. So, VSG, what? Uh, this is your favorite Ashton. That's what you said earlier. Yeah, I'm gonna say this is probably. My- yeah, this actually. is definitely up there. Um, these are a little higher my price, so a lot size. of people don't smoke these because of that. Well, and this is even my favorite size. My yeah. favorite is the, uh, the either the Pegasus or the Enchantment. I just like that little. Again, they're both really small cigars. I like. Yeah. I prefer smaller cigars, just because you smoke. I smoke so, so slow. slow. <laughs> um, you know, guys that get like these. Double Churchills, like the the digger, the <laughs> eight and a half by sixty, like no, 
I can't do that. No. <laughs> I'd be there all week smoking that damn thing. Um, but yeah, VSG, it's it's probably it's my favorite. It's got just enough pepper to it yeah. to kind of let you know it's there. It's not overpowering. It's definitely if if you want to get into a more fuller body, um, yeah. a little more on the spice side. Yeah, um, it's definitely one. It's not yeah, you know, like you're saying. It's not it's not a pepper explosion. It's a pepper sprinkling. Yeah. Um, it is you see, it is still that sun grown, so you do that's where you get that spice mm-hmm. from and everything. Um, but it's a good palate. It is not too. Harsh. It's well balanced. Yeah. yeah, and and plus I think with it being a sun grown and a Dominican as opposed to a sun grown Nicaraguan, it's not going to be as you know, overpowering. Which I yeah. love. I mean, a, a sun grown Nicaraguan. Yeah, sign well, me it, up all day long. And when you when you get the Fuentes to make your cigars, mm-hmm. I mean you. You know that's top of the line. You oh yeah, you don't get many companies that can make them as well as they do. Mm-hmm. So um, I think Ashton has done a phenomenal job with these. Um, they they always smoke well. Um, I love Ashton in general, but yeah, this cigar is just spectacular. Yeah, and like I was saying, you know, the going up to Philly to to their main uh, lounge up there, it was really nice. Um, I definitely stuck out because, like I was saying beforehand, I am a yeah, it's a little fancier place. Uh, it's oh God, mahogany walls. <laughs> they have they have coat service. Uh, like, uh, excuse me, let me take off my uh, band hoodie <laughs> to give this to you. Um, <laughs> because that's that's pretty much. I mean, that's all I wear. Yep, a is, black hoodie with usually white lettering um, of and, some band. You know, my my flat bill Royals hat. That's or right. Something like that. You know, my my van skateboard shoes. Everybody yeah. else is in like nice wingtip beard that would rival Sasquatch. Yeah, I'm like all these people. Are like God, everybody's looking at me, but I don't <laughs> care because I know my shit and I want a good Ashton. And yeah. you know, I went with my brother. I will say the. Fr- I got to make it up there. I haven't been up there yet. It's great. It was it was really nice. Um, so I had plenty of. I had the wizard when I was up there mm-hmm. which I love that one it, even it's weird like that's another big cigar it seems like I only like the VSGs or Ashton's in bigger cigars that's what it kind of everything I'm saying because it, it's counteracting everything else yeah but the wizard is a is the biggest VSG I believe um or size wise then they have the torpedo but the th- the one I had up there first was the uh, quintessence and if you like spicy cigars that's definitely the one to get but uh yeah, the VSG, you can't go wrong with it. Yeah, it's one with, that we sell a lot of as well. Oh, yeah. And we just had the event here, so. Yeah, we had an event with our rep, one of our one of our favorite reps. Uh, he is a great Polly. rep. Other than he's a Manchester City fan. He is a Man City he fan. He is a huge Man City fan. Huge but it's Man nice City It's fan. nice to see another rep that will, talk, that will geek out on football with me as much as, you know, you do with golf people. Yeah, uh, you know, everybody's got their thing. Yeah. Well, some people are right, some people are wrong. <laughs> That's right. Some people are golf fans, and everyone else is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, you know, at least we can agree on, like, rugby. Rugby is awesome. So rugby is the fastest-growing sport in America right now. And Little Rock has a great rugby team. They do. Uh, A-State, Arkansas State, actually has one of the <laughs> Which top Which we still have not been able to find the jersey. No, we can't find the jersey anywhere, but they have one of the top collegiate teams in the United States. They go to the the big tournament every year. So one of our uh, one of our members, he's a huge rugby fan. Yeah. You know who it is? I I don't know if we're talking about the same person. Who you, who are you talking about? Doc. No, I didn't know that. Doc is a huge rugby fan. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, it's interesting. I know it shocked me. I never would have thought, but yeah. you know, he travel I mean, he's traveled all over. Yeah. The world and everything, so of course he Yeah, spent a lot of time in Africa. Yeah. So that makes sense. 
Yeah. All right, folks. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up for this episode. Yeah, so this you this might make the light of day. It might not. We'll see. Know. We'll see. I'll sit down with Brandon. We'll listen to it. Do a little edit. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, make sure you get back with us next week. Uh, we're going to do another episode. Uh, we're going to try to have a guest next week for you guys. Um, and then we will review another cigar. And we'll talk about some cool stuff. So we'll see you then. Later. Later.